All right, welcome to episode four of Behind the Visual, a podcast where we interview people who are responsible for putting together, creating, and producing all the images and videos you see in your world every day. Today, my guest is Yana Boyd, and Yana is the managing partner and founder of Biana, a European brand for luxury knits. In other words, really great clothes that all women should be wearing, so go check it out at Biana.co, it's B-I-A-N-A dot C-O. So, all right, thank you for letting me come here <laughs> and do this whole me. thing, and um, give us a little background on you, how you got into this, how you went from, I know clothing designer wasn't, I don't think, what you started out doing, so um, no, kind of yeah. give us how that happened. Right. So, um, I mean, I've always loved good clothes, you know, clean lines, um, high quality, sophisticated style, um, comfort, very important. Um, And it started out with me making clothes when I was younger for myself, for my family, my sisters, everyone around. So were you dressing Uh, your sisters as they went to school and that kind of thing? (laughs) Yes. Really? (laughs) Sometimes it was great, sometimes not so good. (laughs) Um, but it was a great, great school. Um, and then kind of life took over and I ended up in, um, in corporate, in the corporate world. And at one point, um, I was spending half of my time traveling internationally, balancing between a career and family. And I found I had a hard time finding clothes that would meet my demand for versatility, comfort, high quality um, sophisticated styling um, and at that stage um, I actually teamed up with a very good friend of mine who is in the knitwear industry and um, halfway as a joke we put together the first styles um, which were actually the beginning of what Biana is today really yes wow so that was why you were working doing all your like full-on other job Right, right. So the first couple of years, it was really a little bit like a hobby, and I was still full-on incorporate. But then people started asking, well, where can we buy these styles? And um, and it was great because I was working with a great friend of mine. My sisters also were great advisors and involved, um, and and it just, you know, worked out. So Biana is is here and uh, growing. And how'd you come up with the name? Uh, the name, the name is a funny story. Um, my name is Yana. Uh, my younger sister is Boriana. My older is Anna. So it's like Anna, Yana, and Boriana. So it sounds like Biana. Okay. Um, so it's just, I mean, we never thought it was going to be something <laughs> that serious. Um, and here we are. Well, it's, yeah. It looks good. I mean, everything we've shot on the two shoots, I've loved. I mean, I think you have, and the models have been very happy with them. I, Great. Yeah, thanks. A lot, they're actually, I shoot for some companies, and the models are wearing the clothes. Uh, I would never wear this. I've never heard that once out of all of them. There were multiple times where like, oh, this is nice. I would wear this. I would buy this. I would wear this. So you're doing well so that's good that's great to hear because yeah. uh, the models are the first ones to actually try the new collection you know the samples are out and then they go on the models and this is where it comes to life so it's it's good to get that first feedback how does that whole thing work so how does it work from when you come up say so you're doing because you guys do fall winter summer spring we, right? we do pretty much two main collections right. yeah. how mm-hmm. do you come up with that what's going to be the clothes in that collection how you the designs mm-hmm. the 
or whatever it is that you guys have to do, you know, with the samples, that kind of thing. How do you come up with that whole process? Right. So, I mean, at the center of everything is who we call the Biana woman. It, it is the woman who loves the Biana clothes, needs the Biana clothes, and wears them. Um, so we think of her and we think about, you know, what are the styles that she would feel beautiful in? You know, would she feel comfortable in these clothes? Would she feel powerful? Um, would she feel light and, and free in these clothes? Um, would she feel good about wearing Biana? You yeah. know, the, all the images and, you know, associations that come with brands. Um, so we, we think about all of these things, and that's what goes into the creative process. In more practical terms, um, we start with attending trade shows for yarns, and the main one is in Florence, Italy, where we, where we pretty much select and buy um, the yarns which go into our collection. They're exquisite Italian yarns. But more than that, at, at this trade fair, um, we gather a lot of information about the new developments in yarns, you know, sustainability practices that our suppliers in yarns are introducing and, and strengthening. We're very, very um, serious about uh, following sustainable practices in Biana and working with partners who, who also uh, work in a sustainable way. Um, and, and, you know, we look at new trends in knitting, in textures, in colors, um, and then we gather inspiration from pretty much all around us. Uh, we look at nature, architecture, we travel and look at sights and scenes around us. Uh, we look at women around us in daily life, you know, how do they look, what do they wear at the different um, you know, at the uh, different times of the year and also when they're in the different roles that they play because women play so many roles in life. Um, and of course, we, we get inspiration or we get feedback and inspiration from our customers. So we definitely um, connect with them and, and get um, the feedback on what looks good for them, what feels good, what they want more of, what they want less of. Um, and we take all of that, we create oh God, a lot. the design, <laughs> right? Yeah. And then we get input also from um, the, the very skillful engineers, technicians um, of our manufacturer. Uh, because it's, it's great to dream up something fantastic, but you also have to be able to implement it in real life and also to be viable commercially. Yeah. Um, so, so it's not just sit down and sketch out something as, oh, that's going to look pretty and That's the fun and, part and of it, it. yeah. <laughs> Wow, yeah, I had yeah. no idea that it was all that, that much work going into it. So no wonder you're constantly, because you're constantly gone. I mean, it's like you're constantly traveling. You're con I know when we shoot, it's almost like we shoot that collection, and it seems like you've already started working on the next collection or getting ready to go out of the country again for the next collection or whatever. So you were, like, constantly just nonstop on this stuff. Well, you have to be out there. Uh, you know, you have, you have to, uh, to be in touch with your customer, but also um, our creative team. So I currently live in the States. Our creative team is in the Netherlands. Our production is in Bulgaria, in Eastern Europe. We source materials from Italy. So... It is more and more of a global world that we live in. So do you guys Skype is, or Zoom or something like that to talk to each other? Or you just fly over there for all of it every time you got to have a No, meeting? I mean, it's a combination of all. So we use everything that technology has to offer, but also we have to meet and, you know, we go to trade fairs yeah. and 
Um, so and and we have collaborative sessions, like you know, in person. So. Yeah. So you guys do the trade, like the the shows. I know there's what's some like magic or something in Vegas or something. I don't know. I know there's some clo- there's some clothing shows. This is where once you go the. And- once the samples are done and yeah, yeah, yeah. photo materials are done, marketing materials, and then we go and present to <clears throat> to the buyers. To all the buyers. Mm-hmm. So how does it work? How do you come up with the concept for the visuals for everything? So once you have all the clothes done, you have the samples in, you're approved. I'm assuming there's back and forth on that. Like they send the samples, you're like, yeah, no, we need to tweak this or well, tweak that. Well, I actually like to be on the ground when the samples are made. So okay. that's why I travel also a lot. I like to spend time in the factory with the team who creates the samples. So oh, yeah. Okay. And it's a lot of, yes, you, you some styles you may make multiples of until it's right. Right. Um, and then um, how do we decide on the visuals? Um, again, it's all about the Biana woman. So we think about who she is. What does she like? What drives her? Where is she? What she dreams of, right? What yeah. she aspires to. And that determines how our visuals will look like. Selecting the location is, is a key part of that. Yeah. Um, so we would normally um, pick a location which is able to both convey the reality of the Biana woman, of her world, but also her dreams. So this is key, that we're able to show both reality and more practical parts right. of life and you know a more dreamy artistic uh, vision of who she is i would say that another part of it is um as i mentioned we are quite serious about practicing sustainable practices um being good to nature so as you know we've worked with you quite a few times now we always try to incorporate um visuals outdoors yes yeah with nature incorporated in them whether it's greens birds skies you know we love that um and and we incorporate nature as much as we can um in our photo shoots um and that and the location really creates the tones um you know, also the color tones, um, the mood of the of the photo shoot, and it comes through um, in the images. And, and it's funny talking about that. You know, we, we like to incorporate nature, and very often nature sends back great surprises and and just beautiful gifts that we've had over the years. Um, now, just mentioned too. Um, one of them was we were shooting in um, our, our new winter collection at the time um, and we were going to shoot in February in the Netherlands um, at a historical site. It was an older building um, nestled in a park next to a lake um, and we woke up the day of the photo shoot and everything was covered in snow. It was beautiful. And of course we went over and we started out shooting outside with the pristine nature and um, our photographers had also video equipment so they said let's do some video and as we were doing that a flock of geese flew behind the the models and landed so gracefully on the water in the lake behind them. I mean, it was like a winter fairy tale. And snow in the Netherlands is a rare sight nowadays. So we were really lucky. 
the other instance you can relate to, it was this past summer when we um, shot our summer collection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you would remember that shooting in July in North Carolina, <laughs> we had serious doubts about how much we could shoot outside because, you know, it's normal that in North Carolina in July you oh, have temperatures of 90s, 100s. And all um, the humidity and, yeah, you start sweating everywhere. Absolutely. It's a nightmare for a photo shoot. Yeah. So, so you remember what happened the day of the photo shoot? We had low 70s. Oh, yeah, it was great. It was fantastic. It was wonderful. And we shot the whole day. So all I'm trying to say is you can plan it as much as you want, but you also have to be able to work with what, you know, the circumstances. Yeah, you got to be able to work with yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. We had one years ago I shot for somebody, and it was in August, and the humidity was so bad we were shooting these guys were wearing khakis and they were sweating their knees were sweating through the khakis so you could so and the shirts were just soaked so it was literally like put them in the clothes keep them inside the ac and then get everything set up oh shoot goodness. the test and the lighting and all that on the assistants and then when it's time call them get the models out and you just run through as fast as you can before you know the sweat starts showing up in every single part of their body on these clothes so yeah when we that shoot, yeah, the summer was great. That was I was very happy about yeah. that because we didn't have and to worry about anything. And it shows in the images, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. So yeah, it was it was good. So, oh, on set, tell me a little bit about what's going through your head on set because you not only are the designer, you're also the art director on these sets. This is your baby from the beginning to the end of the shoot. Everything's in your head. How much control? I know. So I want you to tell everybody else. I kind of know how you work, but you know, let everybody know how it is when you're on set. How much control you want over it? How much control you let the photographer have, and maybe the clothing stylist have, or you know, input from everybody that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm I'm collaborative, you know, by style. My style is you know involve everyone, get ideas from everyone. I firmly believe that um, that the joint collaboration decisions of, of a team uh, produces a, a much better result than my own would. <laughs> <laughs> so um, what I do is I, I actually spend a lot of time choosing um, the right team. And although we like to work with different models from photo shoot to photo shoot, um, we usually work with the same photographer you know we've worked right. quite a few sessions so far um together um and we have um you know established collaborations um with um photographers like yourself where we can rely on in the various locations around the world where we need to shoot um hair and makeup stylists um, um and also Stylist, clothing stylist. When it comes to the hair and makeup mm -hmm. and the clothing stylist, is that something you search out for on your own, or do you ask, say, the photographer that you've chosen, hey, will you help me? You know, with, it's find a combination. You don't already know. Them? Right. So you usually want to have a referral, um, and yeah. and you look at tons of images of their work, mm -hmm. and you read about them, um, like I read about you yeah. <laughs> and did my research. Yeah. But I think once you find a good team, then um, then everything runs 
well and, and the, the result is great. My belief is you need to have a team who uh, likes each other, people yeah. who like each other on the team, um, a team which communicates well, so people have to really communicate well with each other, and um, a team um, in which there's trust. And if you have that, then you can handle any variables and, you know, any surprises. Um, I mean, you've experienced um, my approach. Mm -hmm. Maybe we should share. What we do is, before the photo shoot, we would go to the location right. and we would mark the actual locations in the venue where we would do the photo shoot. We would discuss light poses um, scenarios, um, and then when we go to the photo shoot, the day of the shoot, we're Makes on the it same so much page. easier. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, there are a lot of clients who don't do that. You show up and you're just like, all right, here's your location, fun spot. And you're like, oh my god. So it's nice wow. with you that we do do that. You go and we check out the location. We kind of come up with, hey, we can shoot this here. We can shoot here. Light's going to be like this, you know. So this would be a good time to shoot and all that. That makes my life a lot easier. Yeah, and I think it makes the shoot flow. Well, it so, makes my life a oh, lot I'm easier sure. because once we start shooting, you pretty much take over. I mean, you pretty much direct the poses. You also set the pace of the photo shoot, whether right. you you know realize it or not. But I think the photographer sets the pace, and a good photographer sets a steady flow and and a calm environment. And and an, you know, a photographer who's um, either not experienced or maybe, you know, otherwise, then could create a totally different environment. And and I believe you can see everything in the end result. Oh, so, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, you can tell. Yeah, I know some, I've heard stories of photographers who were just, you could tell they were stressed or they made the models cry or something. And there's one photographer just constantly, he would make models cry, constantly. And I don't understand why you would do that, but... Well, this is another thing, you know, there's that myth that, you know, fashion photographers and fashion <laughs> models yes. are impossible to work yeah. with. They're so demanding, you know, they have swings of moods, of their moods, and, you know, um, you can never please them. They're maybe not friendly. Mm -hmm. I've not experienced that. I have to say that the photographers I've worked with are amongst the most professional people I've worked with. The models are, I mean... I think the if you want to keep working, you have been, to be. Well, the models we've, we've been lucky to work with are um, not only sweet and, and great professionals, but also some of the most hard-working hard people oh, yeah. that, that I know. It's a tough job. Yeah, being a model is not as easy as everybody thinks it is. It's not just stand in front of a camera and, and smile. Yeah, there's a lot more to it. And they, they eat. Models actually eat, because you hear all that, oh, models don't eat. Models are some of the, they eat more than most people, I think. I've been at crew <laughs> dinners where you just watch the model, and she's eating more than anybody at the table, and you just, your mouth's open, and you're like, oh, my God, I can't believe you just ate all of that. Right, so there's yeah. a lot of myths, and you oh, know, yeah. we have to break those, because, um, I mean, they're, they're some of the best um, the, the best people to work with, yeah. Yeah, absolutely, I, I mm. agree, there's way too many myths about on both mm -hmm. ends about mm -hmm. that whole thing and I have yeah. to say the stylist also I mean the, for example hair and makeup if you have a good hair and makeup stylist like Ali we've worked with yeah. before I mean th they're also great creative assistants 
you know, oh, and it's yeah. always good to have a few more pairs of eyes looking at the at the pose, at the scene from different angles. Well, and I agree. the results always better. Yeah, because it's always it's nice to have multiple creative people around because exactly. sometimes like maybe the art director gets locked into this is what we want to shoot or I get locked into this is the angle I want to go at and then you have other people looking at it and go hey what if we shot from up here what if we shot from over there and unless I look at it and just know that it's not going to work I'm absolutely up for trying it and a lot of times you go wow that was a great idea I'm glad exactly. I listened to you Yeah. is there anything that I'm sure you've been doing this long enough now that you probably got it under control but is there anything that worries you going into a shoot so maybe okay like the first time we worked together when you walk, when you went into that shoot, was there anything you were worried about, or any, anytime you work with a new crew or new photographer, or whoever, is there anything you walk into that shoot worried about and like just hoping this isn't going to happen, or do you pretty much at this point go, you know, if something comes up, I can handle it and I'll be okay? I mean, listen, I'm a very positive person, so I actually hardly ever think of, oh, I'm so worried that you know this would happen or this would happen. No, I I normally go with my most positive mindset and um and also with, with the belief that whatever happens we can work with it right um so i think if you have that mindset then it's it, you you probably also pass it on to the team and um and and of course you're anxious before you go into a photo shoot especially yeah. if you work with new a new team um so when i relocated and started working with you that that was you know probably a situation where i was a bit more anxious than normal um, well, it wasn't the easiest but, day in the world either because it was also no. like overcast and raining in parts of the day. So it was a little more difficult, especially for you just working with a new photographer, a new crew of people, all that first time. I w- I'd have been a little worried right, about how right. it was going to turn out. But, you know, experience tells me that, that worries don't help. No. Positive mindset and the mindset that, you, you know, you'll deal with it is what really helps and yeah. makes the best outcome so and I think every shoot has something that pops up and because I've always said yeah. part of my job a big part of my job is working around issues working right. around the problem whether right. it's the weather the location the sun you have like one time I was shooting a pregnant model down in South Beach and she was nine months pregnant and she uh, we had to stop at some point because she was just like I've got to go lay down and you've got all these shoots you still have to finish, but you know, okay, you can't keep pushing her. Yeah. So you let her go lay down and you work your way around it and you figure <laughs> out how to, okay. <laughs> yeah, like we had one, she was like, okay, we need to walk like so far down the beach. She was like, she's never going to make that. Aww. So after she gets up from this resting of her feet and her whole body, we're going to do these next three shoots in this area, figure it out so it's going to look good. So yeah, I think if you go into it with the mindset of you can figure it out, you can do it. It's a lot yeah. better than going in there all yeah. worried and freaking out about everything. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, you definitely informed me on a lot of stuff that I, even I didn't know about the whole issue of how, you know, whole thing about how design the clothes works and all that kind of stuff. So what do you consider to be the toughest part of your job? You know, the, I think if we are talking about the photo shoots, <clears throat> Maybe or just even anything in general. It doesn't have to. It can be the photo shoots. That's not, no, I'm not a zooming into photo shoots yeah. now and the creative work. Um, I, I think for me, um, but maybe that that probably translates into most of, of what I do um, is that balance between 
um, the practical side of getting things done within a certain time frame. You know, in fashion, you have deadlines, everything needs. So, you know, that project mindset that you need to follow to make sure things get done on time and right. And then the creative aspect, you know, getting the perfect shot or getting yeah. the perfect sample or getting, you know, the, 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 the perfect styling. So where is it that you, you know, you put a stop to that and you move on to the next one? So that, that probably is my biggest challenge. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I know you, you constantly have, it seems like you constantly have a deadline you're trying to meet, whether it's getting, right. you're talking about getting the samples ready for the shoot, and then the shoot needs to be finished by this time, because you've got to get it, you know, exactly. out and printed by this time. Yeah. So yeah, I can see that being Yeah, Yeah, you have to be very disciplined, and although, you know, the creative side of you goes for, you know, the perfect image, or the perfect, you know, fit of, of a certain style, um, you need to have the discipline to follow the 80 20 rule in certain cases you know if 80 percent of it is there you know you make a plan on how to bring it to 100 percent later or maybe it cannot get to that um so that balance is probably the toughest Mm -hmm. so what's the favorite part of the whole thing (laughs) i mean the creative the creative side for sure and you know uh, creating something that's beautiful that's new that's um, you know that that would bring joy and and comfort to you know all the women who would who would wear the clothing, um, but also um, you know the satisfaction that we do it in in the right way. You know we we know who our manufacturers are. I, I mentioned I spent you know time there multiple times a year, so I can guarantee that you know they use proper social practices and. Um, and and employment practices and you know. So you're not worried about sweatshops because you show up and where they actually make it. So you know I'm there's there, not some. There all the time. I work with the seamstresses, with the cutters, you know, um, and and you know, feeling good about what you do um, in terms of you, you bring something which um, hopefully is better for the environment um, and and is more sustainable long term um, is also a big part of, of my satisfaction. So you still give your sisters clothes? Or they got to pay for them now? <laughs> they <laughs> no do. They, the sisters? they actually give great feedback. So for as long as they do yeah. that, yeah, they get them. <laughs> That's good. Did they like the clothes when you were making them when you were young? Um, yes and no. They had a lot of new demands, and you know, always oh. they'll tell you you should do this that way, and. But um, but that's that's really what makes you better. So yeah, you want okay. customers like that's that. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> One of my um, best friends in this business and just in general was a photo rep. And when I first met him, he looked through my portfolio and saw a picture and he said, like, "Why the hell is this in your book?" And he's like, "Is it because it's a cover?" And I was like, "Yeah." And I mean, I this was like I've been shooting maybe four years at the time, mm-hmm. three years. And he was like, no. He said, the clothes are bad. The model's bad. you got to take this out. He said, the lighting, the, all that, all on your end is all good. But the whole thing with the model and the clothes, you got to take it out. And at that point, I was like, I like you. I want to hang out with you. And we've been friends now for 
20 years there because of that where people who just flip through it or like almost like your sister just wore your clothes like oh yeah they're great when they hated them you don't learn anything from that so i think exactly. it's a good thing to have somebody who'll tell you the truth yeah you need as much feedback on your work as possible Absolutely. to grow and do better my yeah. wife's really good at that <laughs> <laughs> she's really good at giving me feedback on my work thank yeah. you my husband cannot yeah. give me feedback uh, on the clothes <laughs> that's so. true yeah you probably got lucky that way okay so last question what is the strangest or most interesting thing that has happened to you in this business? Hmm. You know, I, I wouldn't say that I've had um, many strange things. I, I think probably, um, you know, the, the weather situations that I mentioned yeah. are probably some of the most interesting ones. Um but um, I, I think in general it's a very positive um, and and um, kind of nice environment in in the, in, in our business um, because you're always trying to do something more beautiful and you know um, it's there's a lot of positive um, association and vibe around around it so. Um, I, I wouldn't say I, I've encountered a lot of stranger. Well, that's not bad. That's yeah. probably a good thing that you don't have some story about some horrible model or photographer or manufacturer that you've worked with or whatever. So it's probably good that you don't have no. that. Oh, and, and maybe it's my positive mindset. You know, I go in with the mindset that it's all positive. Well, that's good. It's got to be great. And, and then somehow it turns that way. Or, you know, I forget the bad stuff. Right. <laughs> well, that's that's probably a good thing too sometimes a short memory is a good thing when it comes to anything if there is anything bad right so, right yeah. i mean you know i would forget that we would be close to getting struck by lightning on a hill where we were shooting <laughs> the ancient roman um ruins um and then my photographer had to make me run away <laughs> really so these kinds of things kind of wait so yeah. you're in rome shooting up on a hilltop or someplace no, these are roman ruins oh you're in the ruins yes. and there's lightning it was approaching so, but I mean, these are things that you kind of, you know, that's, still, that's kind of an interesting as, story. Except as you know, that it's normal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, thank you so much for agreeing to do this. I really appreciate it. And if you guys like this episode, or if you like any of the episodes, be sure and subscribe, like it, tell your friends about it, so we can keep on doing this thing. So, thank you again for listening. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank, Thank you. you. I appreciate it. Sure.